Welcome to the Countries for Kids podcast from Case of Adventure. I'm Karen and I'm so excited that you're listening today. I'm going to be reading from A Clash of Swords in Scotland from our Scotland Adventure book. To find out more, go to caseofadventure.com. The Grey family is visiting Weems Castle, home of Ian Weems, the soon-to-be Earl, and his fiancée Janet. Once all the servers had left the room, closing the door behind them, Ian turned to face the children. There is something I've been wanting to talk to you about. It came to mind when Rome was showing me his ski back there. You see, Janet has told me all about your adventure in Switzerland. We found a coin in a cuckoo clock and a poem, put in Jake. And a treasure, Libby added. That's what I heard, Ian winked at them. So let me tell you why I need your help, he began, drawing the children into a world of intrigue. Long ago, a very valuable jeweled sword, scepter and a crown were given to King James of Scotland. These were worth far more than even the richest man in the world could pay for them. They are known as the Honours of Scotland. They've been used at the coronations of kings and queens for centuries and are now on display at Edinburgh Castle, just near where you're staying with Janet's aunt and uncle. We saw them this morning, Libby exclaimed. Ah, so you're already in on the mystery, and teased her. You see, a hundred years ago, a hidden tower was discovered at Edinburgh Castle. It's called David's Tower, as it was built by King David II, who was the son of Robert the Bruce. Kings and noblemen have been exiled in David's Tower, even beheaded. It was once ten stories high and clearly visible on the Edinburgh skyline. The tower is mostly in ruins now, but part of the basement and first floor have survived. We didn't have time to go to David's Tower this morning, Dad informed Ian. We'll have to go back to Edinburgh Castle and have a look. Cool, Rome glanced at his father and then back at Ian. Edinburgh Castle used to be much larger than it is now. There were many towers. Some were destroyed in sieges or knocked down by cannonballs. Others collapsed over time and had to be excavated to uncover them again. After they were discovered. Jake's eyes were wide as he leaned in, listening intently to Ian's story. The honours of Scotland were hidden away secretly at various times throughout history. This was to protect them from getting destroyed or stolen. They were hidden from Oliver Cromwell of England when he conquered Scotland and became Lord Protector. They were hidden again after the Treaty of Union between England and Scotland was signed. They were found hidden in a chest in Edinburgh Castle over a hundred years later by a man named Sir Walter Scott. He was a famous Scottish poet. You may have heard of him. Now, this is the important part. During the Second World War, when Hitler was conquering many countries in Europe, the people were worried about bombs destroying the crown jewels, so they were wrapped up and stored in a big iron chest under the crown room. But when the Scots became worried that Hitler would invade England, they sealed the jewels in special zinc-lined cases and buried them inside the ruins of David's Tower, deep underneath Edinburgh Castle. Some of the items were concealed in a wall in the tower and the crown was hidden under the king's latrine. What's a latrine? asked Libby. It's an old-fashioned word for a toilet, Janet informed her. A decoy box was planted near the real hiding place to distract searchers from the real thing. A decoy box? questioned Jake. It's a fake which looks like the real thing, Ian replied. It was used in the hope that searchers would find it and give up looking for the real thing. 
thinking that the jewels had already been removed. Ian continued, At that time, King George VI was the king of both England and Scotland. Plans which showed the location of the hidden jewels were sent to him in utmost secrecy. Ian crouched down next to the children's chairs, lowering his voice and beckoning them closer. This is the part I'm hoping you'll be able to help me with. It's a big secret, and you must all help keep the secret for us. I believe that a dirk, which is the Scottish name for a dagger, what was originally part of the crown jewels, was hidden during World War II along with the sword and other items. But he leaned in for effect. It has never been found. Only the other pieces are on display and no one ever mentions the dirk. My father and I believe that this dagger, this missing piece of the honours of Scotland, is still in hiding somewhere. There was a long silence as this information was absorbed by its ardent listeners. At one time, my father believed that it had been hidden inside this very castle, Weems Castle. My great-grandfather was the Earl of Weems, just like my father is. He was connected with the royal family. I'm told that he served with the Prince of the Royal Navy during World War I. He remained close friends after the Prince became King George VI. But no clue has ever been found at this castle, and I'm inclined to think that the missing Dirk is still hidden in Edinburgh Castle, perhaps in David's Tower. He grinned at the children's eager faces. Janet told me how you discovered treasure in an old house in the heart of Switzerland. So, I'm counting on you all to solve this mystery for me. Rome looked at Ian. But how could it still be in Edinburgh Castle? Surely they've searched all the hiding places that there are there. There was no mention of the Turk in the letter that was sent. The only clue we have is on a page from my great-grandfather's diary. It mentions the Dirk and that he was given the task of hiding it. My great-grandfather was killed in the war, and no one has been able to learn any more about the whereabouts of the mysterious Dirk. It is of great value and importance to the people of Scotland. Did they look around in David's tower near where the other things were buried? asked Jake. I discreetly asked a couple of people I know there, and we did have a chance to dig on one occasion. But once we opened up some of the remaining walls, we realized it was a futile exercise. The towers and tunnels are vast. Most of David's tower is in ruin, and it would be a huge expense and inconvenience to excavate the whole area, and the dirk might be damaged in the process. We didn't know where to look. There was not much more that could be done. King George, who entrusted my great-grandfather with the hiding of the Dirk, knew that he would hide it carefully to ensure that it would be found by the right people later on. It was of special value to him. Perhaps you'd all like to accompany me upstairs to meet my father, Sir Angus Weems. He can tell you more about our mystery. Won't you find it rather overwhelming to have all of us visited once? Mum asked Ian. Actually, I think he'll rather like it. He's a feisty old gentleman and he loves company. It's very hard on him being bedridden and unable to do much. But he has had so many adventures that live on in his imagination. I think the solving of this mystery will be a highlight of his life. I think that Elizabeth and I will stay and discuss wedding plans, if you don't mind, Janet addressed Ian. Of course, love, he responded warmly and led the way up the imposing staircase with the children and dad following. International Discovery Agents, this is your mission. 
Where would you hide a treasure in your house? What clues would you leave to help your friends find it, but prevent your enemies from locating it? Design your own crown and sword. What jewels would you put on them? That's all for now. See you next time. 